Welcome to the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. I'm Elise Enriquez, your breakthrough coach. I am known for meeting people where they are and delivering practical insights so they can be more productive. Most people hear the word productivity and they think it's all about getting things done. What actually moves us forward in life and business is getting things known, getting things prioritized, and illuminating the next steps so you can achieve the goals that matter most to you. Being truly productive means being just as okay with what's not getting done as you are with what is getting done. If you are ready to create productivity breakthroughs in your life and business, then you are in the right place. I am so glad you're here. Now, let's create some breakthroughs. Hey there, everybody. Before we get started on this episode, I want to take a moment to invite you to join the Dare to Prioritize Challenge. This is a week-long live challenge that I run in a private Facebook group, and it will be running the week of February 13th. In this challenge, I'm daring you to dedicate some time for yourself each day to decide on and schedule the next steps you need to take around what matters most to you each and every day. So in order to sign up, because you do need to sign up, head on over to daretoprioritize.com. Again, daretoprioritize.com to sign up. All right, let's dig into today's episode. And oh, the irony, right? Oh, the irony of this. Here's, Here's why. I've got something funny to share with you. This episode is all about procrastination. And guess what I did when it came to working on getting this episode out to you? You got it. I procrastinated. (laughs) And that's not a good thing, right? I mean, there's really negative connotations to the word procrastinate. In fact, I took to social media a couple weeks ago and I asked people, what comes to mind when you hear the word procrastinate? And there were definitely some jokers in the group, like Justin said, I'll come back to this question later. And then Kathy asked if there's such thing as an amateur procrastinator, since there's a procrastinator. I thought that one was pretty clever, actually. Or uh, Jay said, me, myself, and I, that's what comes to mind when I hear the word procrastinate. And there were also more serious, serious responses. Sarah said, fear is what comes to mind. When I asked her to expand on that, she said, when I'm in fear of failure and perfection, not meeting standards, I procrastinate. And then she said, I have a quote on my bulletin board that says, tackle procrastination. It is negativity in disguise. Woohoo. Yes. Love that. We're going to talk more about that in a little bit. Dave said, too much on the to-do list. You spread yourself thin and you don't get much done. That's what comes to mind when he hears the word procrastinate, that there's too much on his to-do list. And yes, 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 I say for sure on that because I have witnessed over and over again that the response to too much to do for a lot of my people is to just stop. They just freeze. Their head goes into the sand, their butt falls onto the couch, their nose goes right into Instagram reels on their phone, whatever it might be. When they hit that overwhelm, they just kind of shut down. Carrie said, When it comes to hearing the word procrastinate, she thinks of my delaying making a decision. And when I asked her more about that, like, what does it feel like when you procrastinate? And she said, it feels like dread. And then she even added, you know, that little kitty emoji where it's the scream, but with a cat where the cat's like hands are on its cheeks and it's got the big like scream eyes going on. (laughs) Mindy said that procrastinate makes her think of dragging my feet or avoiding the inevitable. Oh, 
That avoiding the inevitable part makes me think of what Carrie said about dread. Lane said procrastinate makes them think of a disguise for some other emotion. So a little bit like what Sarah was saying, tackle, you know, procrastination, it's negativity in disguise, right? Blossom said, I think of the word laziness with procrastination. Like if I'm procrastinating, I'm just being lazy. And then the one that got me was Cindy. She said, never, that word stresses me out. (laughs) I mean, geez, they make it sound like procrastination is a bad thing or something. Now, if we just look at definitions of procrastinate, I think it's I think it's pretty insightful. If we look at what dictionary.com says, they say that to procrastinate to procrastinate is to defer action or delay or to put off till another day or time, defer or delay. When you look at it that way, it's kind of like, oh, well, procrastination is not a big deal. You're just deciding to defer your action on it, to delay it, to put it off till another day, which in and of itself is not a bad thing. Sometimes we intend to do something on a certain day and new information comes in that requires us to wait, or maybe no information comes in that we're waiting for. We We needed information in order to move forward and that didn't come in. So we can't do anything else. So we are putting it off to another day. So when we take that version of it, of that or that definition, it's like, oh, okay, well, procrastination isn't necessarily a bad thing. But then we look at Merriam-Webster and Merriam-Webster says they had two options here to put off intentionally and habitually or to put off intentionally the doing of something that should be done. Now, both versions start with something that could be a positive thing. They start off with the phrase to put off intentionally. To procrastinate is to put off intentionally. Now that If that were it all by itself, I'm like, oh, okay, why is procrastination getting such a bad rap? That's kind of ridiculous. But it's the second part of those definitions that are the kicker. Let's let's look at the first one. To put off intentionally and habitually. When something is done habitually, it means that it's done so often that it's no longer a thought, that it's being done without thought. And that kind of actually cancels out the intentionally part. So to me, I'm like, this is a poorly worded definition. Something to be put off intentionally and habitually is kind of interesting, right? Now let's look at the other version that Merriam-Webster had, which is to put off intentionally the doing of something that should be done. And if you have been listening to this podcast for any period of time at all, you know that I don't like the word should or the should word as I say it. It's like the S word, right? But what I think they're really getting at here is that there's something you know needs to be done and you keep choosing to put it off. So again, it, there's they're making it sound intentional. It's a choice, but maybe it's a choice that isn't working out very well for you. So let's get into the Cambridge Dictionary definition of procrastinate, and that is to keep delaying something that must be done, often because it is unpleasant or boring. Ding, 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 ding. I think we have a winner. (laughs) I think we have a winner for how most people really think of procrastination, to keep delaying something that must be done, often because it is unpleasant or boring. And then the Oxford Dictionary is really kind of along the same lines as the Cambridge one, which is that is to delay doing something that you should do, usually because you do not want to do it. So if we just focus on these definitions alone, we can find our way through procrastination. So what I want you to do is to think about, do you really want to do this? So the Oxford definition is saying, you know, you're delaying something that you should do, usually because you don't want to do it. 
And so I think that's a great first question to ask yourself when you find yourself procrastinating on something, which is, do I actually want to do this? Now, I don't necessarily mean the action that it takes to get the thing done, but do I want the result that will come from doing this thing that needs to get done? And that might be write a book. Maybe you don't want to write a book proposal, but you want to publish a book. I have a friend who just published a book and the amount of steps and work and rewrites and all the things that it took to accomplish that, there could have been many times that she didn't want to do the actual next step, but she wanted to do the thing that would result in taking those next steps. So do I really want to do this? Get clear on the end goal of the outcome of the result. Find the motivation behind it and see if that helps you. It's really important though that when you're doing this, you're paying attention to your body and how it responds to what you say you want. This is where the should word comes in, right? So is this something that you think you should want for yourself or is this something you actually want for yourself? And if you don't actually want to do this thing, guess what? You get to take it off your list. You don't have to do it. You don't have to feel bad about procrastinating about it. You can just simply decide to not do this thing because you don't want to. And even if that means this, then you might end up procrastinating something else, which is telling somebody that you don't want to do the thing, right? And that's a whole different episode. But the best thing you can do is be clear with yourself about what you do want and what you don't want. And if you don't want to do this thing, then don't do it. Take it off your list. You don't get to feel bad about it anymore. Now, if you do want to do the thing or you're on the fence, you're not sure, the best thing to do is to get into action at the smallest level possible, right? We're not talking about tear off the bandaid and just go for it already. We're talking about taking the smallest next step forward. So identifying your next step, that is how we make the progress. We're going to make it one step at a time, right? Identifying your next step means some sort of something that somebody else could observe you doing. And this is the annoying question I'm asking clients all the time is, okay, you say you really want this, right? You want to do this? All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to believe you on this, right? So if you had nothing else to do today, but make progress on this, what would I walk in and catch you doing? What would I catch you in the act of doing in order to move this thing forward? And again, maybe it is, you know, well, I want to write a book. And so the very next thing I, I do is write a proposal. I heard this this podcast episode with Dan Pink the other day. And he said the thing he does is he writes a book proposal and that's what helps him decide whether or not he really wants to move forward with a book or not. Okay, great. So your next step forward is to write a book proposal. So the next thing I always double check with people on is to say, do you have everything you need to do that? Because if you don't have everything you need, your next step is to get what you need. So say you're like, well, I'm just gonna write a book proposal. I'm like, great. Do you have a template or a way to know what a book proposal looks like? And if you're like, hell yeah, I have a template. I got one from my bestie who wrote a book themselves. And now I'm going to do that too. I'm going to take their, their book proposal template and I'm going to write my book proposal. Great. You have everything you need. Go for it. If you don't though, if you're like, no, I have no idea what a book proposal looks like or what that means, then your next action is to get that book proposal template, right? You're either going to ask a friend, you're going to Google it, you're going to um, say, hey, what was that episode with Dan Pink? And did he ever, did he ever share book proposal templates anywhere? 
there's ways for you to get that information. So you make sure that you actually have what you need to take the next step forward. And if you don't have what you need, your next step is to actually get what you need. We often think too far ahead. And so it's really important for you to say, okay, what do I really need? Do I have that? If not, get what you need to do it. Once you have what you need, then it's a matter of, okay, where do I need to be to do this work at my best? It might be a coffee shop. It might be your office. It might be in a co-working space or in a co-working uh, virtual meeting setup. It might be up on your couch at your dining room table. Think about where you need to be, because if you can think about that, then you're really thinking of a physical step that you can take that moves you forward, that makes progress on this thing. Now, I'm really belaboring this point because this is where people fall short all the time. A lot of times people are procrastinating because they are looking at a list of projects that need to be done, not actions that they can actually complete. So if you keep putting off a specific project, find that next action, uncover that next step, and you are likely to move forward. Getting out of your head, basically, this is what this does to identify your next step. It gets you out of your head, out of the research zone. No more researching, no more looking for the experts. No, we want you to get into the real world. Take some real world action because that gets you data that can really help you clarify things. This is data that you cannot get by thinking something through, by researching things. By actually taking the next step forward, your body is going to deliver important data. And the data is going to be something like, hell yeah, like let's do more of this. Let's take the next step. Or it might be, uh, hell no, never again am I going to do this and I don't want to take the next step. Thank you very much. There's nothing you can get me to do to take another step toward this thing. I must not want it that bad. <laughs> and something in between. Like, meh. So if the data that comes back is hell yeah, or meh, then you figure out what the next action is that points you to the, your next hell yeah or the next meh, right? So when you take the action, you get the response back, hell yeah, or even meh, and you keep moving forward in some sort of direction. You might have to make some adjustments, but you keep taking that next step forward. And if the data that you get back is hell no, your next step is to again, let this thing go. Just let it go. And if you are still procrastinating, you've identified the next action, you have everything you need to do it, you know exactly where you need to do it, you know when you need to do it, and you're still not doing it, it is time to look at what shitty stuff your brain is telling you. You won't be able to reason with that part of your brain. So don't even bother, but try to step back and observe and see what your brain is telling you because it is telling you some sort of shitty story to try to protect you and keep you in a comfortable, safe space. And what it thinks is a comfortable, safe space. It doesn't want you to do something new. Your brain doesn't want you to try new things. It wants you to stay with what is known. It wants you to stay safe. So you're not going to be able to reason with that part of you, but it could help to talk with somebody about the shitty stuff your brain is saying, a coach, a good friend, whoever you know that can let you talk it out so you can figure out what's really going on in there. So when you're stuck in procrastination, first ask yourself, do I really want this thing or is this a should? Then 
get more information by getting into tiny action. So if you know you want this thing, get into more information by getting into tiny action so that your body can give you the feedback of hell yes or hell no. And if you're really stuck, you've done all the things you know you're supposed to do to try to move this thing forward, find someone to talk to. A great way to be more accountable to yourself and spot your procrastination early is to get things out of your head and into a prioritized list to focus on. And that is exactly what we are going to be doing in the Dare to Prioritize Challenge. Dare to Prioritize is a week-long challenge where I show up live with you in a private Facebook group every day for a week and guide you through a process to get you clear on what matters most that day and to take the action you need to make progress on that every day. And we're going to kick things off on Monday, February 13th. So be sure to sign up at daretoprioritize.com. Okay, that is all for this week. But of course, I can't let you go without asking you the question of the week. What is the one thing you have been procrastinating? And what is the next step you could take to make progress on it? Okay, for real now, that's all for this week. I'll see you again next week. Until then, keep moving forward what matters most. Thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. Did you have a breakthrough today? Write to me and let me know. You can reach me, revisit anything we covered today, or uncover free resources over at EliseEnriquez.com. And if you know of other leaders in life and business who would appreciate a little help with their productivity breakthroughs, I'd love it if you'd share this podcast with them. And finally, remember to hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.